So what do we make of this flood buyout plan? We've got the buyout, we've got the co-fund protection area, 700 properties that can't stay, 10,000-ish that need additional protection. Got about 400 in Auckland, 2,500 in Hawke's Bay. Of those, around 200 will never be built on again. All of them are in Hastings. Buyout has ballparked at about a billion. The Associate Minister of Finance, Michael Woods, with us. Morning. Good morning, Mike. Now, these numbers that we talk about in the buyouts, how much is you? How much is councils? And if it's councils, why is Desley Simpson, for example, the Deputy Mayor of Auckland, confused? Uh, well, what was announced yesterday is that the government is going to uh, support a voluntary buyout scheme for Category 3 properties and also provide support for councils who are mitigating Property 2 categories where there is a, a risk of flooding. Uh, what we will do in the next few weeks is sit down with councils and work out how we do that cost share. Uh, that's the critical piece we do at the moment. Uh, that will do in the next couple of weeks, but for now what we're confirming is the process and the fact that we will contribute in these areas. Rubber going to hit the road when you meet with the councils? That's right, and look, there is engagement that's already underway there. Uh, what we uh, also have happening at the moment is the councils themselves confirming the categorisation of properties. I've been talking to a lot of people in Auckland, in the Hawke's Bay and Thames Coromandel, and what they've really wanted are two things. Firstly, certainty about the categorisation of their property. That's now beginning to get underway. And secondly, certainty that there will be, if you're in the worst affected areas, the category three areas, port for a buyout process. So that's the certainty we've provided. There are some more details now sort out in the coming period. What are you going to do with people who don't want to go? Well, the process that we confirmed yesterday was a voluntary buyout process. So the money that the government is providing is to support a voluntary process. We know from a lot of people that they're ready for that discussion because it's been a very challenging event for them. Uh, in the event that people don't want to go, um, councils do have existing powers under the Public Works Act that they can engage in, but what we have announced is a voluntary process. Right. So you remember Matata took what, what was in the end, 16 years? Uh, it did take some time, and again, it was an example of one where there was a cost share between the council, the local council, the regional council, uh, and central government. This process we do expect to see uh, work through much more quickly. We'll certainly be driving towards that. In these areas where there have been repeat flood events in particular, it's not safe for people. The best thing we can do is to support those people to move on. So a billion dollars, that's guesswork, isn't it? I mean, the census was going to be a couple of hundred million. It's well over 300 million already. Who the hell knows what the bill for this is going to be? That is an indication we have at this stage. But what I will say is that the numbers that we're working with are based on a lot of evidence a lot of the work of the last few months through the task force has been bringing together the data from councils, but critically data from insurance companies. If you want to find the people who know about risk and know how to cost risk, it's the insurers. So we've had been at the table to get a handle on what we think the scale of the issue is. And we do expect that might move around. Some Category 2s might move into Category 3 and vice versa. People will have an opportunity to, to respond to initial categorisations. So that's an actual indication that we, we have to work with. While I've got you, and we're at the risk of boring the rest of the nation who don't listen in Auckland, this Puhoi Road north of Auckland on a holiday weekend, what a cock-up. When is it ever going to be opened, or is it just a mirage? Uh, it will open, Mike, and I, I expect that to be relatively soon. We do have to, with any significant new road like this, uh, make sure that we have everything checked off, particularly the safety requirements for the road before it is opened. Um, no one would thank us for that if the road didn't perform well when it was opened. Uh, I expect that to be relatively soon. Uh, that is not a decision that me as a politician will make. That is a decision the engineers will make as to whether. Are you embarrassed though by the delays? I mean, this is oh, State Highway One. 
Of course I would want it to be open as soon as possible, and it's going to be a significant improvement uh, when it does, but you've got to do these things properly. Appreciate your time. Michael Wood, the Associate Finance Minister, in a transport hat there as well. Just to flesh out Desley Simpson, the Deputy Mayor, she says, look, if you've got 400 houses in Auckland, she's got a point. If you've got 400 Auckland homes times 1.2 million, there's an average figure, give or take, uh, you're talking half a billion dollars. So that's where the angst is going to be. One, the budget's going to go through the roof. To the Yanks between the government and the council is going to be a major. And that's before you get all the people who just don't like the idea that the government or the council are coming in to tell them how to run their lives. For more from the Mike Hosking Breakfast, listen live to News Talk ZB from 6 a.m. weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.